Welcome to Beyond the Silo, grain marketing tips for growers. When it comes to the pricing of grain, there's not much a grower can control as the main factors of futures and foreign exchange are well beyond their influence. There is though one component and that's basis and it's worth up to 15% of grain price. To find out what it is and how growers can factor it into their pricing, I'm joined in the GPSA studio by independent agricultural consultant, Jonathan Wilson. G'day, Jonathan. Hey, Drew. How are you going? Excellent. Now, Jonathan, this term has got me baffled a little bit, so I'm looking forward to pulling it apart. When the industry uses the term basis in regards to grain pricing, what does that actually mean? Yeah, look, it's definitely probably one of the most confusing and misunderstood parts of pricing. And again, it's one of those things that if you want to understand it, there's lots to get into. And if you don't want to understand it and you want to just glaze over, you can go ahead and do that as well. When we talk about basis, it really is the only part of the the whole price that can be controlled. So a trader can decide how much he's willing to pay for grain. He can't change the futures. He can't change the FX. This is the only thing you can do. Basis, in really simple terms, is a difference in price between one location and another. If you imagine that to buy a litre of petrol in Adelaide, you pay $1 a litre, and then you decide to go up to the Flinders Ranges and you stop at Lee Creek and you pay $1.50 a litre for petrol at Lee Creek, the basis at Lee Creek is $0.50 a litre compared to Adelaide. So you're comparing the price of a commodity between one place and another. It's very simple from that point of view. Of course, whenever you're adding in crossing the water and US cents a bushel and so on, it starts to get a little more complicated, but that's ultimately what it is. How do you express that then in terms of trading language? Basis really is the influence of the local market. So whenever we have a drought and the prices are high, you can see the difference in price between the price of grain in Australia and the price of grain in the US is quite strong compared. And then whenever you've got a a big year where we're exporting significant amounts of grain, we'll see the relative price of grain in Australia as weak compared to what it is in the US. So basis is a comparison. So you need to actually understand the standard you're comparing it to. By what standard are you looking at? And is that standard something that is relative to what you're actually looking to understand. So you can compare the price of cabbages in Adelaide against bicycles in Peru, but there's no relativity there. So comparing the price of wheat in Adelaide versus the price of wheat at the Chicago Board of Trade has some level of relevance. Are there particular points then, Jonathan, in the selling cycle that this is most relevant? There are certainly different points where you can make selling decisions. The basis really in Australia will reflect growing conditions and local demand. So that way you can decide on whether you think it's a a selling opportunity or not. It's not necessarily relative to a different time of year, but you would be looking to follow that to say, well, today I think this is a good price relative to Chicago or not. Again, basis is only meaningful when you can track enough information to be able to calculate what you see as a good basis versus what is a bad basis in inverted commas. So this is a long-term thing for you as a producer. You need to be starting to work out what the basis is and tracking it over a period of time. Yes. Look, for sure, you need to have a relative set of data to compare it against. So again, you need to make sure you're comparing 
apples for apples. You're comparing the right thing. So if someone gives you a basis chart, you'd want to understand what it is that you're actually looking at. So what's the base that they're looking at? What contract in Chicago are they looking at? And is that relevant to what you would see? So is it a December contract they're looking at? And also at what level are they charting the basis? Are they charting the basis at a FOB level where it's on the ship? Or are they charting it at the port bid equivalent, the grower bid equivalent level? So that way, at least you've got some relativity as to what you're actually looking at. So you as a producer choose a particular basis and you stick with that over a long-term cycle. How then do you apply that to get some sort of pricing advantage when you sell your grain. Yeah, so there are a number of contracts where you can lock in just the futures and or the foreign exchange. So there are things like swaps where you lock in the futures and FX and you leave the basis open. You know, there have been basis contracts in the past. I'm not sure if anyone's offering them at the minute, but where growers have the opportunity to independently lock in futures and FX and basis at three different points so they can choose when they lock those in. So there are contracts available out there. Again, if you want to participate in the basis you call up your marketing advisor or call up the person you want to sell to and see what they can do to create an option for you. Jonathan, it sounds complicated when you were saying you've potentially got a contract with those three elements. And I should point out that we're going to delve into contracts in a later episode. And also, while I'm at it, remind listeners that what we're discussing is general in nature only. Anyway, because of the complexity of some contracts... Is that why producers may shy away from trying to delve into this too far? Look, there's certainly a level of complexity into it. And you know, it's another moving part to think about. I think for a lot of growers, it is one of those things that they put into the too hard basket. And that's a fair call as well for some growers. But for those growers who are looking to understand the way that their price is constructed, understanding the relativity on the basis is is something that at least they're understanding that third element of their pricing. Now, whenever you lock in any contract, you're essentially locking in the basis anyway. You know, you lock in just a flat price contract, you're locking in the basis anyway. You just don't see it as that. You just see one thing wrapped up together. But for growers who want to understand whether a price is, has got upside in it or downside in it, they can at least give them another lead indicator to make a decision. Jonathan, what would your key takeaway points be in regards to basis? Well, look, I think when we're talking about basis, it's going to be really important for growers to understand what they're comparing to. So that standard they're comparing against, choose a level that is meaningful for them in terms of being able to understand. So it doesn't really matter whether someone looks at it at Farmgate or at the silo or at the port, as long as you've got something that's relative to you. And when comparing one basis assessment with another, so a, you know, a bank might provide you a, a basis chart and an analyst might provide you a totally different basis chart, you need to make sure that you understand what you're actually looking at, the underlying contract, what point they're pricing it at. But having a history of the basis is important if you're going to have something meaningful and useful to use. So having something longer term is positive. So it might be as simple as writing down the futures price writing down the foreign exchange price today and writing down what the highest bid at your local port is today. And that way you've got a starting point. And if you do it once a week, you've got a starting point for that. It may not be something that you use for your pricing all the time or ever, but at least you've got that base information you can then make a decision from, if you wish. 
thank you for pulling apart basis for us and I'm hoping that that's a really useful guide for producers. Thank you, Jonathan Wilson, for joining me in the Grain Producers SA studio. No worries, thank you. The information presented in this podcast is general in nature only and does not constitute legal, financial or investment advice. Listeners should seek professional advice relevant to their individual circumstances before making any decisions. While every effort has been made to ensure the information in this podcast is correct at the time of publication, we do not warrant, guarantee or accept any liability arising from its accuracy, reliability or completeness.